This is the Reflector Reflections podcast. My name is Annie. Join me as we journey around the world talking with fellow human design reflectors as they experiment and navigate their unique design. Today's beautiful conversation is with Paroxys. Paroxys is a 5-1 reflector who's been experiencing his human design for over 14 years. He's a software developer who was instrumental in developing the My Body Graph software that a lot of us use to run charts for personal use or professional design readings. Paroxys is also the co-collaborator to The Keys to Yourself, a wonderful program and website developed both by Ketsia and Paroxys to guide and support people through human design, which is tied to their Facebook group, Human Design Reflectors. Welcome, Paroxys. Yeah, thank you for having me. Thank you for being here. It's such an honor. <laughs> yeah, well, uh, it's my honor to for you having me here. Paroxys, doing this podcast, I really I like to talk to people about their journey with human design. And there's no right or wrong way, I think, when we start out. But given that, you know, you've got so many years under your belt, like 14 years, that's amazing to you know I mean we're all reflectors we've always always been reflectors Mm -hmm. but to know to know this for 14 years Mm -hmm. how how did it how did you come across this would you like to share that with us yeah sure well um, I was on a spiritual journey and I had discovered that I'm fundamentally different from uh, my friends and the people I meet my family um I noticed that I, I, I see things that they don't. I get things that, that they don't. And um, it wasn't, I noticed too of my, from my experience that I couldn't truly share uh, what I was seeing. But what I could do was provide them a space for experience more of themselves. And I had, had this, absolutely incredible and enriching experiences of connecting with myself and experience the universe from within and everything being inside of me. But um, after having those experiences, I went out in the world and I was trying to um, share that. Hey, this is just an illusion. Uh, You know, easing up. (laughs) This is not as serious as you think. And uh, I noticed, especially my friends, they were like, hey, you know, you are just this ordinary dude, our friend. You come here with this heretic um, insights or whatever kind of. And I noticed I I didn't have a great impact on my friends, except just providing a, a space for them to be who they are. But I couldn't really get to the point of like, hey, you're doing something fundamentally different here. Um, And um, I was on a mental journey too, trying to like think my way through life and like, okay, I just think about manifesting this and that. And um, yeah, um, it was quite quite, uh, an interesting uh, part too. Um, But then um, it's basically... Just 14 years ago now, um, a friend wrote to me on 
Um, at that time, it was MSM for everyone who's yeah. <laughs> old enough to experience that. Um, and he asked for my birth information. And he wrote, hey, you're a 5-1 reflector. And I asked, is that good? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And he was like, yeah, you know, it is it just is what it is. You know, it's you kind of. And I was like, you know, this is this is good. This is special. I felt it. Um, and well, learning about what what it means to be a reflector, of course, that resonated deeply with me to being that open. And then also being a phi one that my influence is mostly with strangers because um, we're living in this projection field where people that get close to you, it's a different type of projection. Um, it's not that, um, it's not the same space where you can be heretic and transmit that heresy um, if, if there is a certain uh, connection established. So that was also deeply resonating with me it's like oh my god this is uh, so fascinating and he told me i'm not here to attract attention or start conversations and uh, yeah and, and beside well my lunar cycle i'm not here to rush decisions and da 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 da, da. so uh, but the lunar cycle and honoring that it's not something that you instantly can experiment with beside not jumping into new things straight away Instead, well, after something coming to you, you have your lunar cycle. Um, and and if, if it's correct for you, it will still be there. And a yes after it passed. Um, but what you can instantly experiment with as a reflector is, start, is stopping to initiate conversations. And at that time, I was working in a supermarket. And I had this idea that I was supposed to be there and be nice and welcome to people. And I was expecting them to be nice too, because I was kind of like, this is how you behave, you're nice. I initiate this conversation. Let's just all be nice here. And, you know, whatever, you know, this mental um, idea of how you're supposed to behave. Yeah. So I was like, okay, well, I, I will stop to initiate these conversations I having with all these customers when I was sitting in, in the checkout of the supermarket. And um, it was fascinating because it's this pressure that comes to you when someone has a defined throat and you just want to say, hey, you know, just want to shout out and hello, here I am. <laughs> and my mind was still there, just yeah. like, but I was just holding it and sitting there and shutting up while serving these people. And some, they said hi straight away. And some, they just wanted to shut up. They had a long day at work. They, they were tired. But the end of my service, they showed everyone showed a sign of appreciation for me just shutting up if they didn't didn't want to talk and it was such an incredible experience to have it's like oh my god if i surrender to this 
it's changed my experience of being alive. Yeah. I do no longer need to meet resistance when I meet people. And instead, they show, show signs of appreciations. And I could feel it in my body that they were satisfied or pleased that I recognized this, that I could just give them the space. And this tiny piece was the uh, seed for the continuum of my experimentation with human design. So having that, yeah, life lesson of, hey, um, I'm different. That is so phenomenal it's, that you've, yeah. when you first found this, that you could de deepen yourself into that experience to know that I'm going to sit in this space. Because, mm -hmm. you know, when we first find this, we're very chatty in our heads, aren't we? We're very chatty. We want to, you know, we want to get in there and figure it all out, brain speak, you name it. I got a lot to say about this. I'm going to do this. I'm going to talk this, but you know, and you're laughing right now. <laughs> yeah, and, and what you've just said to me is that you went the opposite way. You just went, I'm just going to fucking sit and, and not speak. Yeah. That's phenomenal because that's what I'm saying. Most of us just go the other way. We're just like, blah, 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 blah. yeah. Um, I think it's more challenging for women because you're more keen towards communicating and uh, exchanging. And uh, yeah, as a man, I, I'm more, I could approach it in a more mental way straight away because my mind was like, okay, let's use to try to experiment with this aspect and really be rigid about not initiating conversations. And, um, well, it worked. It did. <laughs> it changed my life. And, um, yeah, I was more of a, a attention uh, attractor than a conversation starter. But both comes into one and another, attracting attention and starting conversations. Um, and, of course, it was a great relief to let go of that because I know... I felt I had something truly special to share with the world. And uh, I was trying to attract attention for, hey, I have this incredible insight about what is going on here. But I never got the recognition until I stopped to initiate and attract attention. Yeah. And that's a big thing. I, I can definitely respect and feel what you're saying there. It's, it's there's certain times in your life or my life exactly where it's like, that's what we do. We just, you know, and it, it takes a lot of self-knowledge to know that we do it. And it's a really hard lesson mm -hmm. or it's, it's hard to see that side of ourselves to go, I'm doing this because I want attention. Mm -hmm. Isn't it? It's really hard to see that, but then when you see it, you're just like, okay, well, am I doing this deliberately for attention or am I doing this because I really want to do it? Mm -hmm. And what is it that wants? 
what is it that wants the attention you're thinking sorry no what what is it that wants what is it in your life yeah because that's what we need to recognize if it's the mind that thinks or if it's something in your body that just naturally emerging Mm. and and for example being a parent well (laughs) you you need to initiate your children once in a while yes not all the time uh but there are definitely moments when you get to the point of hey this is something we need to talk about because this is not working what is going on right now do you do you have space to listen to me right now Mm. and uh, doing that out of an awareness that there is something that is truly needs attention or out of um, a pressure that the mind um, has taken on to resolve Mm. yeah that's actually really really wholesome thank you so you went down this like you've you found this out about yourself and you've really just gone two feet in, you've jumped in mm-hmm. and embraced it wholeheartedly. Mm-hmm. What did you do then? Well, I waited. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and, I did. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and it's not about stopping uh, to live yeah. uh-uh. waiting it's a matter of becoming present and aware and tuning into yourself mm-hmm. and not initiating new things because when you do that you start to observe what is actually of value for you and what are you just holding on to because it gives you a feel good or what is it that you do used to try to please other or prove yourself or find love and identity and direction or you know be a hard worker or get rid of the pressure or just because you're mentally certain about this is how things should be this is what my life is about mm. and when i stopped to initiate i recognized what was correct for me And step by step, I started to peel off all the layers of conditioning and also friends that I was uh, connecting with that was actually not correct. And for me as a five one, it was rather easy after they reached out to me a couple of times and I still felt, no, they stopped contacting me. So yeah, well, I I got pretty easily isolated from, from what didn't serve me. And I had still a few connections with the people that was really nourishing me. And uh, yeah, uh, I still have this friend that introduced me to human design. And it's it's an incredible uh, um, experience to have this to share with him. Wow. And we're both parents now. And uh, yeah, I got parents around the same time. He's, he's a projector, so we have completely different experience of, well, being alive. Um, but, yeah, um, I got less quantity of my interactions, but more quality. Mm. And um, I believe it took uh, around 
nine months or so, then a new job showed up. And it was a job at the kindergarten. And uh, until that, like, I worked at this supermarket and I never felt that I want to make a career working in a supermarket. But I, I really enjoyed the exchange I had with uh, the customers and also the people I was working with. Um, I was happy there. And uh, people were laughing when they were like the customers that came back. They know me. I was a funny guy. They, they thought I was a bit, yeah, well, different. And they, I made them laugh. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I, I waited out my lunar cycle and I took that job on this uh, kindergarten. And it was an incredible experience being in this group of amazing children that was just not that stuck in their head. And yeah. I had such a time there um, playing with them. And yeah, um, as a reflector, um, at least from my experience, being with children, especially because they are less conditioned, is a breath of fresh air yeah yeah thank you so much for sharing all that and what yeah. a journey you've been on that's um that's profound that you've grabbed hold of this somebody's introduced you to it you've grabbed onto it you've literally just gone okay i'm doing this whereas a lot of us we fight we fight so hard to embrace the weight. You were saying there before, you know, I waited. And not just wait a lunar cycle, you literally waited to feel. And that is so hard. That is, I think, it might be easy for you now, but I think for new reflectors, it's very difficult. <laughs> oh, okay. okay, it's not hard. No, no. It's not easy. Well, well, um, I, looking back at at some levels my life was easier then yeah but i was also more in my head i'm way more in ease and peace with my life today um but i'm also more challenged yeah um, why is that become, well becoming a father mm. all of a sudden well when, when i met human design i was uh, single and then I was dating a bit um, but I was always living on my own and it's a different experience when you have that space for yourself yes because you can really just be with yourself without having someone that comes and conditions you on a consistent basis basis when you are um, like home um and then the next level of challenge is when you are in a relationship. Um, because that's really when someone can call you out. Because we have these two different parts. We have the personality that we look at like, oh, that's me. You know, this is what is going on in my life. This is what I identify with and I see everything. It's this is this is. And I'm doing all of these things all perfect. And I see you over there. And you're not getting that right or that or that. <laughs> and then, then you go to that person. Hey, you know what? I see you're doing that wrong. <laughs> you know, you could perfect that or this. And they say, 
are you crazy? What? I can't believe that you come to me with this shit. You're doing that, 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 that is all wrong. You know, you're such a hypocrite. You know, coming here, telling me what to do. I didn't even ask for it. So, um, because the other C's are unconscious. Our design. So it's first in the interaction with the other that we get to meet our dualistic being. And where we can really, well, mature into being who we are. Yeah, very much so. I had a very wise person say to me only last week when I was having a little bitch in a whinge mm-hmm. <laughs> about, can I just, you know, take off into the cabin for like a, a week and just not have to deal with anybody? And she said to me, oh, but Annie, she said, you wouldn't grow because you don't have the back and forth, the back and forth, the back and forth. And I went, oh, you're right. <laughs> yeah it's hard yeah and then you add one more person to that usually it's a child yes (laughs) yeah and then all of a sudden you have a penta and uh, that is another level of conditioning as a reflector well mainly we're conditioned by the planetary program the transits And that's what we cannot shield off, what we're here to embody and live out. And then we have the conditioning from the other that uh, usually comes with, well, electromagnetic connections or definition that we need to deal with. And that brings a uh, consistent theme into our lives. And then when you add a third person, you have the penta. And you have a new level level of conditioning. And this conditioning triggers you (laughs) in ways that goes back to your childhood, from how you are conditioned from your the penta you're born into, and the conditioning from the people around you, from how they look at your penta and how you're supposed to behave Mm -hmm. as a family regarding resources regarding uh, display regarding yeah just having traditions or discipline on uh, there is a lot of different aspects 12, 12 different aspects that if you have that open in your penta you can e- easily get lost in that and conditioned to try to fix it and that is basically the the drama that comes into families when you have children mm-hmm. because you look at this and hey you need to be more disciplined and yeah. of course if you don't have that in the penta well the family is not designed to be disciplined it's not something to fix would so you, would you mind just yeah. explaining your version of the penta would you mind explaining to people what that is so that they understand it's basically when you are more than two people. Mm-hmm. Two up to five is a penta. Okay. And uh, that's basically a, a 
energy dynamic in the group yeah. that ultimately impacts the material direction and display of the group. Mm. So you live in pentas if you have a family. Mm-hmm. If you have a partner or more than one child and you live alone, you're always dealing with a penta. And that is about material direction to ensure the survival of the group. But we're not here to live out that conditioning. Mm-hmm. We're here to make decisions as ourselves and not based on the conditioning from the penta or the conditioning from the other. So looking at the penta yeah, and, and the dynamics there can and understand that this is something to surrender to can bring a lot of ease into your family if, if those are aspects that you're deeply troubled with. And it comes down to accepting what is and not trying to change it, mm. but observing and see, hey, okay, well, this seems to be something that challenges us. But as long as we're not trying to change the other, and honoring our uniqueness and their uniqueness, well, it, it is just something to observe mm-hmm. and a part of the movie and part of the conditioning that we're here as specialized reflectors to be wise about and not get lost in. Mm, and that so, is very difficult, isn't it? To not change or want to change somebody else. Not feel <laughs> them, you know, not like... When you find out you're a reflector, when you're in a relationship, as you've done, that's that's one thing. Bringing in another as a child, that's another thing. But how do you deal, like, how do you deal with relationships when you're a reflector? Like, how does that look? You know, it's... What do you do? What's the, what's what's your advice? What's the first thing that we should do? Obviously, we've got to honour ourselves, but how do you mm-hmm. do that? Well, I go back to the beginning. You stop attracting attention or initiate conversation if you're living with someone with a defined throat. Uh, Because then you will manage to be wise what actually needs attention. And it's worth it to attract attention and and, um, what needs to meet, uh, what needs to be communicated. And usually, yeah acceptance is the key and uh, it helps a lot to know the design of the people we meet Mm. and well firstly to honor ourselves our inconsistently and um, well to live your design is it's the key for everything because when you do everything else aligns Um, but it helps to recognize the mechanics of the Maya Mm. and recognize, oh, this is what this person brings to me. This is an emotional being and this being is is nervous. So this being shouldn't be rushed, for example. Like all those centers is where I started and where it's easiest to start to recognize what you take in from the other. Mm. And then um, the type, the aura that you're meeting. Well, that's what you take in and sample from the other. 
Is it a manifestor, a project, or a generator? They operate very different, and they need to be treated differently too. So, well, I guess you start at a type level and start recognizing the different aura and observing how is the interaction with me as a reflector? Um, am I recognized? And you need to stand up for your own borders. For example, if you sleep in the same aura of, uh, as, um, of, of the other, well, you will not be able to determine as good during the day what is yours and what isn't. Yes. So sleeping in your own aura is a way for you to decondition during the night to clean up to cleanse everything you're taking taking in during the day so you can be more sharp and wise mm -hmm. about what you're meeting so what happens so you, if you can't what happens if a situation is that as a reflector you can't mm -hmm. sleep on your own like you can't honor that how do you think that a reflector can discharge those energies a different way well, um, well, first of all, there is no choice in any of this. Um, <laughs> There's no choice that there is a choice. <laughs> well, my, my, my approach to this, there is a choice is that, well, if you had a choice, you would always choose what is best for you. Mm -hmm. Or so is there, a, is there a choice than choosing what is best for you? Yeah. Um, so in that way, I see there is no choice. And then we can look at it from a, a physical level that every, every thought we have is already formed in the gray area of our brain before we are actually conscious about it. Mm -hmm. So, um, yeah, it is what it is anyway. And I believe we shouldn't compare ourselves to others mm -hmm. because if you cannot have your own space, well, observe how that is. Yeah. How is it to sleep with these people or always be in the hour of these people? Mm. And that's a really um, good point because I sleep half and half. So mm -hmm. I know that I do sleep better in my own space, but at the same time, I really enjoy sleeping with my partner, my generator partner. Mm -hmm. Now, in the books, they say sleep apart. Mm -hmm. And this really shits me because it's a rule that somebody has dictated to us that we should do, like sleep apart from people. But I love what you just said there. It's like you choose what you need to do and what feels good for you. And if that means that maybe one or two nights a week you sleep with, with your husband or your or wife, great, if that feels good for you. But I think that we can get reflectors when they first find out they're reflectors, they can get caught into this world of these are the rules, this is what you've got to do, do this, do this, do this. And that I don't think works for everybody. So I guess that's why I was asking, like, what happens when you, no. when you can't or what happens when you don't want to or what happens when you still feel good? Mm -hmm. um, well, I, as I said, um, well, first, I just want to point out that it's not rules. It's a recommendation. And um, 
it's something to observe. The recommendation is sleep alone in your own aura as much as you can. But this is, uh, it's not supposed to be like a dogma that's like, I am supposed to, this is how I am supposed to do, and, and I will only do it like that. Because that, that, that's not correct. It's the same thing with not starting a conversation. Because my experience after a while was that sometimes I was actually uh, recognized and it would have been correct for me to say something in certain situations um, when I was just shutting up because I was thinking this is how I'm supposed to be. Yeah. And um, yeah, that's something that is, I, I believe it's a, it's a key to recognize that this is an experiment and everyone, each one of us will have our unique experience of being who we are. Thank you for saying that because that's perfect. That's exactly yeah, what and, it is. Thank you. Yeah. And that's out of comparison with anyone. Oh, like he or she is living in her design like this and she's so or he's so rigged and da da da. And I, I cannot do that. Well, good for you. You have your own journey. It's your experience. It's just a matter of observing what works for you not what works for others you can look at that and say oh that's interesting and gets inspired of that by that but it comes down to you making decisions as yourself self empowering yourself not being dependent on others but live your life out of your truth in alignment with yourself I love that. Thank you so very much. That's spoken perfectly because it sometimes is uh, quite troubling, I guess, when, you know, new reflectors, we're getting into this and it feels like rules. And as you just said, it's not rules, it's recommendations. So thank you for just sharing your wisdom there because that's perfect. So you've gone down this path for 14 years. Have you always, how many years did it take you to get into this space of kind of honoring your own energy? Was it on the get-go or did you just, it, did you sort of like transition in or did you just go bang? Like you were saying there earlier that you, you found this out about yourself and you went, I'm doing this, I'm all in. Have you been all in for 14 years <laughs> Am I using my Australian well, Australianism here? <laughs> um, well, it would be a lie to say that I haven't experienced bumps in the road. <laughs> of course, yeah. Yeah. How, do, how dare you deviate from the past? Yeah, I'm yeah. like, well, from day one, I've been walking around and being holy all the time, <laughs> self-fulfilled, and you know. It's like nothing comes in my way. <laughs> I call bullshit oh on that. No way. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's a bunch of bullshit. Yeah, because <laughs> well, I, I had challenges and I've been stuck in my head too. Yeah. The thing is, we're spiraling through life. Yeah. And we are having these processes that, yeah, it's it's kind of, um, certain points 
that you need you you come back to that you need to pay attention to again mm. like spe special trigger points um and life god life is a challenge yeah. it's not like hey you start to honoring your surrounding authority and life is like no everything will just be provided for you when you think you need it yeah because you get it when you need it but not when you think you need it um and god i've been, been challenged yeah. and yeah um physically i overdid it i overworked i got lost especially after uh, my son leon was born and he's a sleeping phoenix with the most intense channel you can imagine the channel of charisma yes activated by his son earth the sign sun earth in the third line and what that means for you that doesn't know all these things is that he's constantly bumping into everything with full force and and he was constantly just self-empowered and running in all directions and just bumping in everything so we we were just putting up pillows everywhere and constantly running after him and whenever we were outside our apartment and he was constantly like empowering us in the moment with his aliveness and his presence and it comes he has the ego defined too so it comes with a lot of will power and energy to compete and like hey let's have this life now together alive yeah. From the very beginning, you could see that he was just there and present. Yeah. Um, and and uh, it's been an incredible journey. But um, having that, um, yeah, uh, change in the, in my daily routine because I'm living with another reflector. Since yeah. I was going to just yeah. sort of pull us back there and say, yeah, your situation <laughs> is very unique, and 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 this is this is your episode, so we don't need to go into that. But your dynamic is that you are married to another reflector, and you've got a manifesting generator son. So you know, <laughs> can we just briefly talk about how that transition was to go from being you to another non-energy type, I suppose, as your wife? And then to navigate through to having constant energy and and fluctuating energy, as you say, with that charisma channel, like that, as you were saying that, that's wow. Yeah, that's incredible. Um, well, um, just to correct, we, we're not married. We are partners in in yeah, um, but. Uh, um, it's been incredible to share this journey together with someone that, yeah, um, is so precious. And um, we see life from um, the same window, kind of. There's a lot of things that we have in common, but we also have our uniqueness. But to have someone like that to share your life with is yeah um it's so special 
and it's so precious. And the thing is, because we don't have any electromagnetic connections, there's no consistent theme in our uh, dynamic, in our relationship, beside the, the movement of the moon and the uh, sun-earth conditioning each year. So, yeah. Um, so just, I'm just going to um, let people know that both Paroxys and his partner, apologies, I called him her wife, partner, are born on the same day, mm-hmm. nine hours apart. So yeah. you are very unique in mm-hmm. that sense. And that's why what you were saying there before that you don't have mm. that magnetic energy. Exactly. Yeah. So just um, just a bit of backstory. Yeah. Thank people you. People listening you. through. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and that that means, as as I mentioned, that we have this um, the planetary program that is our conditioning force. Um, so there is no theme when we meet, and then all of a sudden, all of a sudden, well. <laughs> We get this bundle of energy into our dynamics. Yeah. And everyone that had get a child, they know, well, that changed your world. They change it changes who you are. And the matter of responsibilities and the pressure and the fa- family di- dynamic, the dynamic of your relationship as a couple, everything is just changing because of this being that is just yeah um through <laughs> through the woman up and down <laughs> yeah yeah well um just um just i w- just want to recognize the women that is giving birth to <laughs> new beings <laughs> because wow what a thing you are doing um especially uh reflector mothers uh, everyone you have my deepest respect for that contribution to this world because yeah it's it's different for us i'm I, as a reflective father i know the challenge that is put on me but as a mother being the nurture nourishing force of this being that yeah um it's a demand that uh, generators are designed to provide yeah this like exchange of energy this constantly generating the life force that provides the life for the other mm-hmm and making babies, it, it's, yeah, it's the work of a generator by design. And then we have manifestors, projectors, and reflector still doing that work mm-hmm. and then having that journey. Um, I know this is a little bit off topic, but mm-hmm. given reflector mothers, let's just, mm-hmm. just talk about this for a second. And if we are nourishing, like we, we, we birth these babies generators Mm -hmm. manifesting generators whatever they whatever their design is Mm -hmm. 
they spend, if, if you are breastfeeding or even if you're bottle feeding, it doesn't matter what feeding you're doing, but they are pretty much tied to us yep. for so long. We don't get a break. What do you think about that from an aura level? <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, I've I, 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 we... I seen that and uh, it's crazy. Um, it's crazy because, yeah, as you said, the child is basically attached to your body all the time. And, and the child, it's, I guess, when they are start becoming three, that they start to separate from the mother and they start to recognize that they are their own being. And then they see the father and it's like, hey, well, that's a funny thing too, you know, hey, let's play. And, and the mom, mom is starting to get the re relief. Yeah. And from my observation and witnessing, it's first now when uh, Leon is seven years that, well, I'm, I'm the attention. Um, so, uh, yeah. Um, I guess you just make sure that it's correct if you get children as a reflector to really connect with yourself and having that journey, it, well, it, it is incredible, mm. but it's incredible rewarding and incredible challenging too. Yeah, because um, I think it can break. It can, having, ha having no time apart from a, an energy, especially if it's yeah. a manifesting generator or even mm. a manifester child, like that could be that. Well, I've had manifesting generator. I've had them all actually um and some are more challenging than the others but what do you feel that the aura like I, i've read a lot about in human design where generally the the child's aura or the mother's aura it's whatever it is we're protected from our mm -hmm. newborn children that generally is not an overwhelming aura do you know anything about that from well um i think one um one thing um, is that children, they come and they are not bringing, not self-conditioning. Mm -hmm. So if you're aware and know how to nourish this child properly, you will um, take away so much resistance from being a parent. It doesn't mean that it won't be challenging, but you will not uh, do things that just leads to you meeting resistance. And you will nourish the intelligence of this being, the awareness of this being, um, so they can operate correctly and bring a great amount of, if it's a generator child, a great amount of satisfaction into your life. Mm. Um, but of course, it's always a demand there on the parents and you cannot escape that. Mm. And it's something that you need to surrender to and you need to surrender yourself and just be in this uh, companionship or mod motherhood or fatherhood and this new family dynamic um, as yourself. Then it becomes easier. Well, it will still be challenging. Mm. Do you find it's now a little bit easier? that your son's seven or is it becoming a little bit more challenging that he's really ramping up now? <laughs> well, um, the thing is life never stops. I said that before to challenge you. 
Yeah. And uh, yeah, it comes and goes, the challenges. Depends on the dynamic with a child and uh, your unique connection to it. And well, at times, the thing is, me and Leon and uh, Kitsi and Leon, we, our theme is work to do. So there are these times when there is a lot of ease and everything is just flowing. And all of a sudden, there's like this, this fight, especially because he has the, we have the, the struggle together with Leon and he has this competitive energy and he's fully self-centered and self-absorbed. And it's all about his process for him. He's a one three, so he's just focused on what he's investigating. And it's incredible to, I say that so many times, but to witness that and to be able to honor that too, that he doesn't care about me. It's about his process and him being himself. And when he is himself, it is such an empowering feeling that he just sends out around him. Yeah. And such a love of just being alive in the now. And we go like, wow. And we know that. So we, we as a parent, you need to be wise, especially as a reflector. You are here to be wise about the world, the people that you take in. And to help them, well, get to the point of honoring their uniqueness. So it also challenges us and our ideas in how one should behave. Oh, you should be like this or that. You should have this discipline or that. And this is penta conditioning. Yeah. And when we can recognize that, we can recognize our own part of this um, thing that is going on. Because it's, it's uh, both sides that need to recognize something and um, both sides has something to contribute with, even if it's a toddler or a teenager or so. If, even if it's saying, I, okay, I'm sorry or giving up something. Hey, okay, this is something, my idea of how this should be. Um, I, I need to give that up and I need yeah. to communicate and ask what actually works, mm -hmm. uh, but still you need to have your borders. Yeah, This is not working for me and recognize that. And in my experience as a reflector, it, it takes time to get to that point. Yes. This is enough for me now. That behavior is not working. We need to have a talk. And what you're doing makes me feel like this. It's not about making... In, now I'm talking about my latest experience with Leon. It's not about making him responsible for my reaction, but he needs to know that if he acts in a spe specific way, I will react like this. Yeah. And uh, then he can, um, it's easier for him to respect that and understand, oh, maybe um, I should actually change the way I'm, behaving because that that brings something um yeah it's it just it works better mm. so yeah i'm having human design uh, <laughs> it's so awesome to be able to have this tool to be able to recognize well this is the limitation yeah 
I found having human design just in my family life mm-hmm. and understanding my friends, my mm-hmm. children, mm-hmm. has been the best gift. Mm-hmm. It's been the best gift because even though I'm not doing it perfectly, um, I can try to understand them and then mm-hmm. allow them to understand me. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's it. So when did you, did you started studying, obviously you've gone down this, you started studying human design and it's led you to develop the business that you've got. Would you like to talk to us about that? Mm-hmm. Sure. Um, I just, I just want to say yes. one thing because you're saying that you're not doing it perfectly mm. and there is no way of doing it that perfectly mm, thank you yeah it, it's about you having your experience mm. it's not about following it following a book that says this is how you're supposed to live thank you you are so right <laughs> i retract that i'm doing it just my way I think that's a that's what I was saying before it can be very hard I think because in this in this time where social media is so prevalent prevalent and you know you you're thrown all this shit all the time and you feel like oh fuck I'm not doing it right and as you say there's no right there's no wrong it's just you doing it your way and even though I try to advocate for that, I still fall short of that to go, mm-hmm. fuck, I'm doing mm-hmm. it wrong. And it's just like, no, you're not. So thank you. Thank you so much for pulling me up on that because that is so accurate. No one is doing this wrong. We're all doing it the best we can. We're just, we're just leaning into a knowledge. We've, we've always been this way. That's what I'm like. It's like we've always been reflectors. It's not like we're new to being a reflector. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we've been reflectors our whole lives. It's just we're learning how to navigate it with a little bit more knowledge, maybe. Or a little bit more grace or a little bit more us. I don't know. What do you think about that? Well, um, it's not about doing anything. True that. Yeah. So this is not about us doing it. Um, It's about us experiencing it. Mm Mm-hmm. And with witnessing us being and having a human experience. You know, souls, beings of black matter, mm-hmm. traveling in these bioforms in an incredible speed. Mm-hmm. And living in this neutrino ocean with trillions and trillions of neutrinos that penetrate through us every second. And we're sitting there sometimes in our head and thinking, you're doing it wrong. This is good. This is bad. Mm. We need to recognize the mind as an ally in this process. That the mind is here to observe the life and pay attention to what works and what doesn't. And whenever we are observing ourselves judging and comparing ourselves in this process to try to take a step back and just think blah 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 
blah blah blah blah blah blah blah And it goes on and on and on. The mind, yes. it's incredible. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> it is. It's, it's But it, it is not us. No. It is not us. That's the thing. We are not our mind. We have, we are souls with this human experience. With this bioforms, this bodies, <laughs> and we're here to experience them, and our mind is here to witness. Yeah, this journey, us being who we are without. Well, we cannot stop it from comparing. Yeah, it's observe. Hey, are we in that loop again, comparing ourselves, yeah. judging ourselves? And saying the, the words that we say, because it matters. Like, even though I might think or feel one thing, my words are going, uh -huh. doing and doing and doing. And you just think, hang on a second. And you, you know, you just, you just said that. It's just like, no, we shouldn't be doing. And she's like, yeah, I know that. And you're like, but I'm still saying I'm doing. Uh -huh. yeah. It's, it's, it's this, isn't it? This is, this is the mind loop that we get caught up in where yeah. we mm -hmm. think one thing or we think we think we think we feel we think we feel but we don't yeah. truly because we're still busy thinking yeah it's a mind fuck yeah <laughs> it's a yeah. it's a construct yeah <laughs> yeah but you get it uh, you I see did. it yeah. and that's that's all that matters yeah you know you have that oh my god that is incredible Mm. yeah to be at this point yeah yeah we're getting there mm. we're doing yeah. it we're having the yeah. conversations yeah that's why we're having yeah. the conversations uh, thank you so much for providing this space so this can be shared yeah. and being yeah. the the leader for this the conversation between reflectors mm. um Yeah. And we've all got to go through different phases. I think that's, mm -hmm. we've just all got to challenge ourselves to it. Like we've all just got to have, and something that I found is that, and I felt it myself, that we've never really had a platform to just be able to talk or just be able to share. And I think that's why I started this. And it's just like, there's no, as you're saying before, there's no right or wrong and, It's just oh. giving people a platform to be able to, hey, this mm -hmm. is me. Mm -hmm. And how mm -hmm. wonderful that, that, you know, that 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 makes my heart sing to allow yeah. people to be them because we don't get that a lot. Mm -hmm. yeah. You know, when we talk to people, we're generally the ones that are listening, mm -hmm. yeah. holding space. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Do you feel that? Yeah. Do you feel that yeah. with your with the people that you speak with as well? Um, well, Not as a anymore. reflector, basically, we are the space. Mm. We are the room. And the other types, they go in there and they look around and all they see is themselves. Yeah. You know, <laughs> they look in the mirror in the room and like, and they think they look at us 
and they see it themselves and they they can go like oh my god that's so incredible i'm i'm like you are so incredible and i mean like holding up the mirror is like yeah yeah i am incredible <laughs> you know <laughs> or they go like i don't like you and we hold up the mirror and it's like yeah you don't like me <laughs> you know yeah. and and uh, one part of my process is observing that people they like to like oh i'm so pretty like they look to, like to see that side of themselves and then when the light shifts and they see the shadow they go no i'm not gonna deal with that because mm. yeah i'm rather used seeing the, the like i'm i'm rather used stepping into the light and and not looking back and and it's like okay well um we cannot share something that one is not ready to look at mm -hmm. and i believe that's a fundamental um, aspect of this that one needs to recognize that we can just be there and wait for the other to be ready or we don't have to wait at all we can just kind of be us and when they get around to it that's their prerogative yeah <laughs> yeah well I've just stopped waiting for people. It's like I'm not yeah, waiting. Well, well, I'm not waiting. <laughs> yeah, when when I say waiting, I'm oh, not yeah. meaning stop living your life. Yeah. I'm just saying don't initiate trying yes. to change what is. I like that so, because that's a big that is a big thing with I feel and I'm mm. going to say this, but I feel generally speaking here that is a big mm. thing with us reflectors because being open-centered, we often feel a lot of things and we can over-initiate, mm -hmm. over-initiate. And I think, as you were saying earlier, the whole, the whole time, it's, it's learning to wait and really wait. Mm -hmm. That's hard. That's, that, I think that's one of my hardest things is just to not initiate and wait. It's because I want to get shit done and I want to get done now. <laughs> it's just like, mm-mm, mm-mm. You're not a manifester. You're not this. You're not that. Wait. Yeah. yeah. Wait. Have patience with yourself. Mm. Um, because, well, it, it is a challenge. Um, but I believe we, we need to also, the thing is, when we say wait, we got to remember that that actually means staying present with yourself and not running away from yourself mm. to let life flow through you and carry you wherever you may go yeah. and while you do so be fulfilled of life taking each step with awareness and recognition of what is and being amazed of this wonder this maya this world we're living in yeah and for us reflectors being one with the planetary program embodying the evolutionary program of consciousness in form being the ones that being in connection with the latest news the latest information of the next step of this process mm. because that is the planetary program it constantly incarnates new beings with the latest information with the latest models and that is what we're taking in moment by moment. And there is a reason Ra called us. We are the aspect 
of the finger of God. And we have the potential of being the ultimate judge of who's living correctly and who's not. And being in the center of the hierarchy, being in the center of the hierarchy of the types and judge. But there is nowhere we can get there by initiating. It's a matter of traveling as ourselves and becoming wise what life is bringing us. And yeah, how to deal it deal with it as ourselves. So um, So good. I want to keep going, but I've also I'm mindful that I've taken up a lot of your time. Yeah. <laughs> this has been an amazing chat. Mm. And I can't thank you enough for just you just sitting in space with me and sharing this and just being open and allowing it to flow where it needed to flow. Mm. Thank you. Yeah, thank you too. Would you um, like before... to share anything? Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um <laughs> that that was me not waiting. <laughs> yeah. I just want to say one more thing. <laughs> no, go. Yeah. No, um, I would just like to share that I'm offering services for other reflectors and all other types too. Um, I offer signpost sessions where you can just um yeah, get reflections of yourself and I'm here to uh, be sensitive and recognize the needs of the other and empower you in a sustainable direction. So if you resonate with me, you can check out thekeytoyourself.com um, and uh, what I have to offer. And I'm also offering living your design, um, a living your design program that is deepening into all the centers and everything that conditions you, that pulls you, distracts you from yourself. Or um, introductions, re introduction readings or more detailed readings. It all depends on where you are in your process. And soon I will also hopefully offering family um, consultings. So helping people recognize the, the dynamics between each other as couples and as individuals and also but the dynamic from the penta and how to support your children and yeah. your partner of recognizing and well, mainly yourself what is correct for you um but yeah doing that we can also provide that gift knowledge to the other to support them recognize what makes them unique Beautiful. I love the work that you have done and are doing. And I have my utmost respect for you. Um, yeah, you have a nice evening, night. I will. <laughs> I'm going to bed. <laughs> yeah. And hopefully <laughs> we, we talk again some other time. Thank you so much, Proxus. Have a good day. Bye. Bye-bye.